and you're listening to Great Relationships, Pursuing the Best in Work, in Life, in Love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. And right now, you're listening to Paul Moore, and I'm here with Herman Even, and we're talking about the judgments. And Herman, we've been talking about it, and you said, Paul, judgments are the common denominator in all relationships. They just look different for everyone. I have seen that continuously as I look at and work with individuals and and couples. Continuously, I see the judgments be the thing that most people, one, don't know about and actually don't think are involved in their life. Let me pray for us, and we'll uh, jump back into this judgments. Lord, thank you so much that you are so perfect that even when you provide something like these judgments, you have provided a major answer for each and every one of the things that will show up in these judgments also. Thank you for that, Lord. I pray that we will understand these judgments to see how much we need you. In your precious name, amen. Amen. So the soft sell is just to go to the website, greatrelationships.com. That's grnumeratelationships.com, and look at chapter four. Right. The harder part is to sit here and just take it that you're going to say, this is good for you. God actually gave us these. Well, anytime we're talking about the judgments, anytime we're talking about these so-called problems in relationships, it creates a real downer on people. (laughs) In fact, fact, what we used to do, we used to teach the course from the viewpoint of talking about uh, my me is flashing and these judgments and the damage to children and damage to kids. We talked about all these problems and then then we and we weren't really talking about the solution and and the the people were going, this is so, you know, so difficult to we need to look at a solution at some point in time yeah where's the happiness where's the joy (laughs) that's right but the the most important issue related to teaching on the problem is to make certain that we are aware of the problem we we typically think we don't have these problems it's sad but you need to become aware of these things before you start thinking i need a solution for it so for instance for a woman we talked about it last week saying that this judgment on a woman will be there in her life whether she's being dominant or whether she's being manipulative And dominant would be more like, you know, here's what we refer to as, I'm going to turn up the volume so that you'll hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Just think about it that way. He doesn't seem to be hearing me, so I'm going to just speak louder, and I'm going to speak more harshly. That's that's a domineering type of mentality, right? But we all do that. That's human nature. I guess I didn't realize it's a judgment, right? You go to another country. They don't speak your language, or they don't seem to understand. They're not giving me what I want, so what do I do? I talk louder. That's right. As a woman are doing those type of things, not necessarily in a you know a way just to get his attention but trying to dominate him that's probably an issue that you're falling under the judgment at that time uh, here's another typical way that I see this judgment showing up in women complaining about the husband what he does what he says how he feels uh, it doesn't matter what's going on with him she's complaining about it and she's very active in complaining about it directly to him that is a domineering spirit we'll see how it's different once we get into the manipulation side overriding his decisions he makes a decision you basically say well that was a dumb decision I can't believe we do we're, we're not going that direction that is a very common common approach for a dominant female 
that is in the grasp of the judgment, uh, telling him how dumb those decisions were. Uh, And of course, the common one, nagging, constantly nagging. That can come on the manipulative side or on the dominant side. But when you find that you are constantly nagging and constantly upset about what your husband is doing, most likely you are living in the judgment at that point in time, and most likely you're, you're on the dominant or aggressive side when you're doing it. But there's other ways that you can do it, which would be on the manipulative side. You can be passive and be doing a lot of these type of things, right? Okay, I'm seeing this Jeopardy screen, you know, and we just cleared out the whole dominant side. Now we're going down yeah, the manipulative column. That's right. So what, what too often happens when we are, when a woman would be more passive, she still can control. It's that favorite phrase that I have said multiple times that uh, one of my mentors, Dr. Marlon Howe said, he said, uh, it's like a mother coming to her children who are grown children at this point in time and saying, after all that I've done for you. You wouldn't do that to your mother, would you? (laughs) What a great manipulative statement, right? That's a great statement to try to get control of the situation. It doesn't look like you're controlling. That's the reason why it's manipulative. Uh, So manipulation, if you're pouting about things, if you're remaining separate, you're maybe uh, lightly banging the the cabinet doors in the kitchen as opposed to slamming them, uh, banging some pots and pans around. Those are types of things that might show that you're angry, that things aren't going your way, and those are manipulative type of things to be considered. Okay, Uh, but that's overt. What if I just simply shut down? If you shut down, that is even more passive. Passive, more uh, passive-aggressive, as, as the psychologists like to talk about. You're still manipulating in those situations. You're trying to get people to come to you to satisfy the problem with you, which is you're mad, you're upset, and therefore that is a control mechanism. Uh, acting cold sexually is a very typical manipulation that a woman would do or even a man would do, but we're only talking about uh, women at this point in time. Here's, here's the way that if we, we understand the more aggressive side of a woman complaining about the man and his decisions, but here's the more passive side, going to a group of women and saying, we really need to pray for my husband. <laughs> and it could, be, it could be very real, but too often it can be a matter of trying to manipulate their thinking about him. We got to be very careful about that. Uh, going against the husband's decisions without telling him, that's a highly manipulative maneuver that uh, a woman can be doing. So all of those things, a woman can be very aggressive or very dominant, or she can be kind of flying stealthily under the radar, but she can still be very controlling in a manipulative way. So both of these are true of what's happening with the woman's judgment. Okay, now we're talking about the judgments. We're talking about the woman's judgment. Clearly, it can be said for women. It can be said for men. But as I'm listening to you tell me about these things, all I can see is someone's me is flashing. It's all about them. That's a judgment? I thought selfishness was just greed. And- well, if you want to think of it this way, the, the me flashing is sparked or fueled by the judgment. Now, let's, let's take some time in B block and tie the judgments back to the design, because that's really important what you're talking about there. But the issue for you to consider here is the judgments 
force you or draw you into supporting a me flashing moment. A woman that becomes desirous of controlling her husband, why is she doing that? She's doing that for her own personal good. So you can see how the judgments drive the me flashing moments. And the same type of thing, once we get to the men's judgment, is going to be doing the same thing. Me flashing is the ultimate bad place that we end up going. That's where Satan wants us to be. The judgments create an emphasis to go there. Sort of like fuel for the fire. Okay, I've got that, and after the break, I'll ask you about that so we can dig a little deeper. But let me go back to these examples that you had of the judgments. There is something I can do about it. There sure is. It sounds so hopeless. It does. That's it's, why I'm it sounds I'm totally still... hopeless as you're looking at these judgments. But the hope is built on everything that God has asked us to do as men and women in Ephesians, in 1 Corinthians, in Colossians, in Galatians, and how we're to be doing relationships. That's the solution. Thank you, Herman. And before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. Great definitions for great relationship. God's complementary designs. Men and women are created equal in value, but different in design and role. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. You know how you're always praying for a sign from God? That you're meant to go to seminary? This is your sign. Seriously, I'm here to tell you about Grace. Grace School of Theology. It's free grace based. The professors are world class. It's accredited, accessible, attainable, and oh yes, it's affordable. You can even complete your entire degree online, which means you don't have to move. Wouldn't it be great to have a deeper knowledge of the Word of God? Write this down, www.gsot.edu, gsot.edu, or call 877-476-8674, 877-476-8674. Now get going. Now, I did my part. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love, because it takes right thinking for right relationships right now. And if you don't have the time right now, check out our website, greatrelationships.com, grnumeratrelationships.com. Herman, before the break, we've been talking about women's judgments. I asked about, what about when I make it myself? And you said, no, the judgments fuel are flashing me. Right. Your judgment for a woman is going to fuel her flashing me 
and the judgment for a man is going to fuel his flashing me. Now, this is really important for us to understand because now you're going to see the real reason why these judgments are so perfect. It ties right back into the designs of men and women. Now, just think about this. What was the design of women? Women were designed to be relational, right? Okay. They were designed to be relational. The estrogen progesterone that they have, the hormones that they have are designed to be relational. They're to be a help, nurture, and support of the man and of relationships. That's how God designed that. Now, just think about this. They are relational. What does the judgment focus its attention on? Relationships. Isn't, okay. that, isn't that interesting? First, the relationships with the children, then the relationship with the husband. But I've heard you say judgments are the common denominator in all relationships. They just look different for everyone. We are going to manifest them differently from the viewpoint of what our flashing me is wanting at that point in time. That's, that's the way it's going to manifest itself. It's not going to be different in the way that the judgments show themselves up but it's going to be manifested differently in the way that my flashing me is driving me to want something, so to speak. Okay, well then what about a woman who says, I don't think I'm controlling, I'm just trying to be part of him? Oh, great statement, because that lends itself to, it goes right back into what I was saying here. Now think about this. The design of woman is to be relational. She wants to relate to her husband, right? She wants to have this relationship with him, and he is not having that relationship back because he's designed for work and activity. Notice the middle part of the judgment says that she wants to, she has a desire for him. And how did we define that? Two different ways. She has a desire to want the relationship so badly that she may end up being manipulative to make that relationship go her way. Okay, help me with this. Where's that scripture? That would be Genesis 3.16 is what the, where the woman's judgment is, is focused on. But the whole judgment is focused in such a way to say, I, I, am, I have designed you women to be relational. And I'm going to hurt you at your core to make relationships unfulfilling and difficult, painful. I'm going to make them painful, difficult, and unfulfilling. That's what this judgment will do to your very design. Yes, you will want to have him be part of you. That is the very common theme that you hear from women when they are most distressed with the amount of time that a man is putting into work or play. They want him at home so that they can relate to him. Well, that is just another form of the judgment, wanting him to fit her life and make her feel fulfilled in that relationship. Okay, so then are you saying that a woman has no say-so because it's selfishness for wanting what they want? Anytime we are focused on what we want— that is fuel for a flashing me. Okay, you said we, so we're not just talking about women. <laughs> we're talking both men and women. Anytime we are focused on what we want, that is a flashing me moment. Now, that sounds too, too, uh, too difficult. I know that I want certain things, and I may want them because it's a good thing to have. 
that's okay. The difficulty with it is how much am I going to put an emphasis on wanting it that's going to create this desire in me to try to make it go my way as opposed to trusting the Lord and sitting back and trusting that he is going to put things in my life that he wants there. So you are having a difficult time with your husband. Yes, you may want that relationship. You want a fulfilling relationship. And if you want a fulfilling relationship, you will more than likely do one of two things instead of sitting back and just having a gentle and quiet spirit. You will probably become more dominant and try to force it to go your way, or you'll be manipulative to try to get him to pay more attention to you. That's how that typically works. It does, it's not complex. That's typically how it works. Okay, so then how might a woman express her desires, her wants, without sounding that she's making it all about her? All she needs to do is express that. It's sort of like what we talk about with submission. With submission doesn't mean that you can't express your desires, or your needs. Honey, I would really love to see this happen this way. I would love to have it happen that way. That is totally acceptable with a submissive and gentle and quiet spirit to say those type of things. What makes the difference is having to have it that way, right? Okay. Big difference. It's got to be that way in order for me to be happy. If I simply, if I were a woman and simply made the statement to honey, I would really like it to go this way. I'd really appreciate it if we were able to do this. And the husband says, nope, not going to do it that way. He's being a jerk or he just sees it as not the better way to go. If the woman is living in her judgment, she's going to get all upset about that and want it to be changed to go her way. If she's not participating in the judgment and she's doing it God's way, she's simply going to be like, well, the Lord apparently doesn't want it going that way. I'm going to trust God, and I'm going to trust that my husband's decision is going to go the way that God wants it to go. I am putting my emotions in my relationship with God at that point rather than whether my husband does what I want him to do. See how simple that is? Yes, but I can't help but think on behalf of all the women listening, but wait a minute. My husband wants to abuse me. He doesn't even consider my wants. He's got the power of veto, so he just drops. Well, there you go with a typical thing that happens when you talk about submission. Any of these type of situations, you end up going to the extreme. It doesn't need to go to the extreme. That can be happening. Yes, that can be happening. But the bigger issue is more than likely these independent spirit items this lack of submission, this trying to control is happening at a much more, a much lesser uh, level than thinking that he's going to abuse me all the time. Well, there it is. You keep bringing up the S word, that submission yeah. word. So I, I just can't help but thinking. So then where's the relationship if I, as a woman, just simply have to shut down in every way? That is carrying it to the extreme, using that type of graphic language. That is not shutting down. That is trusting God. But if I'm shutting down, I'm not trusting you God. You aren't trusting I? God. You're being manipulative by shutting down at that point in time. When you're using those type, that type of language, you are flashing your me in a huge way because it's got to be about me. It's got to go my way. It's got to happen my way before I'm going to be happy. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's not the way it works. So God's going to let me sit in my room and pout until I'm ready to hear him. Absolutely. 
It's, it's where the, what, you, what God wants you to do. That's where my emotions need to be as a woman, as a man, both of them. I need to be focused on what is it that God is asking me to do. My joy is in whether I'm doing what God asked me to do versus whether I'm doing what I want to do. These judgments drive us into wanting to do it our way. This judgment for women particularly drives her to be wanting to be independent of her husband and independent from the viewpoint, not that she doesn't have a relationship with him, but independent from the viewpoint that the relationship is being done the way I want it done. So I get to relate to him the way I want to relate to him. That's what the judgment drives. Thank you, Herman. And before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. Quotes from God's Word for Great Relationships. Be kindly, affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another. Romans 12.10 Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Relationships can be great, and not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment. Each of Great Relationships' 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you can squeeze into a coffee break. So if you've had time to listen to this promotion, you have the time to sign up and start today. Visit our website at greatrelationships.com. That's G-R numeral 8 relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Welcome back. You're listening to Great Relationships, the website, greatrelationships.com, GR numeral 8 relationships.com. Why are you saying that women are going to be either dominant or manipulative, or they're going to be aggressive or they're passive? <laughs> it's so interesting to have uh, conversations about this judgment, and it creates all sorts of difficulties when you're talking to women, and it creates difficulties when you're talking to men about it because it is so, so negative, right? <laughs> And therefore, when people start hearing this, they will have a tendency to associate it with, well, you're just you're just talking down about women. You're just calling women bad names. You're saying that they're always being this way. And they start throwing in those type of words like always. Now, now why am I talking about all of this negative stuff? I don't know. My passions are going so hot and heavy, it's hard for me to hear all of what you're saying. <laughs> it's very, very, very true, because what happens here 
we're talking about the judgments. <laughs> and the judgments aren't fun. I mean, I'm laughing about it only because it's, it's typical that we will end up getting all upset about me making these statements that women are just controlling all the time and they're manipulative and they're dominant all the time. No, I'm not saying all the time. Please don't say it that way. I am saying these judgments impact every woman on the face of the earth. And if they don't pay attention to what God wants them to do, these judgments are going to be the primary way that they will act. Okay, so in Genesis 3, God gives us the judgments, and they operate with our design, and maybe sometimes are developed, I don't know, but I've heard you say, to fuel the flashing me. That's right. These, these judgments end up, most importantly, end up driving us to try to get our design fulfilled from the wrong thing. A woman is designed to be relational. And because she is relational, this judgment gets her to focus on herself. But God is saying your design is to focus on serving others. That's what I want to have happen here. It's going to happen for both men and women that we want certain things and we don't get them. Now, here's the simple thing that we can focus on here with that statement. If I am upset that I'm not getting what I want, what does that prove? It more than likely proves I am trusting myself and my desires and what I want more than I'm trusting God. So if you as a woman want a relationship with your husband, the judgment is going to drive you to try to control and make that relationship go your way. Well, here's relationships too. It's the reason why we talk about the solution. This is the reason why we talk about a radically new relationship. Relationship also, the way we desire for you to focus on it is focus on what you are supposed to be doing right, what God is asking you to do, and you become a different person for the them to relate to. That's the essence of First Peter chapter 3, 1 through 6 for women and verse 7 for men. A relationship is any way that two people associate with each other. And you will be more attractive for a relationship if you're doing what God asks you to do rather than participating in the judgments. Okay, you say a relationship is the way any two people or things relate to one another or associate. Mm -hmm. How about disassociate? Every weekend we have this conversation. I spend most of the week arguing, disagreeing, and spitting and <laughs> chewing on the things we talk about. And then I realize you're right, and then I'm ready to come around, bless God, by the next weekend and listen to what you're telling me. So you are a catalyst, a change agent in my life. This program is, and I thank you. So I guess I would ask, what one thing would you get me to consider? I love the thought of the judgments drive or fuel your flashing me. If, if you start sitting there and start recognizing, I've got some really negative emotions right now. I am really upset then you can ask the one critical question, how am I making this about me right now? I want to get things to go my way, and if I'm doing that, more than likely the judgment's in play. So here's the simple way to say all that. Judgments fuel your flashing me. For women, it fuels their flashing me because relationships aren't working. For men, it fuels their flashing me because they're not being significant at work, or not getting to do the activities they like to do. That's the way that you want to think about that. That's the one thing that I'd like you to think about. If you are 
upset about your relationships as a woman, they're not going your way. That probably is a flashing me moment driven by your judgment, more than likely. Okay, so in the judgments in both cases, it's how or where I'm drawing my significance. Well, in the man's, it's going to be more about significance. The judgment on women, she's feeling unsafe, and that's the reason why she goes for control. She is feeling that she's not getting the relationship to go her way. It's not doing, it's not fulfilling her. She's feeling unsafe, and therefore she is going to launch out to be controlling either passively or aggressively, manipulation or domination. Wow, there it is after Mm -hmm. this whole discussion. Security Mm -hmm. is at the root of this. Right. It's going to have a big, big play in it. Okay. Uh, Our time's almost up, but if I want to learn more, where do you have me go? Go to chapter four, excuse me, yeah, chapter four in Great Relationships, GR, the number eight, relationships.com, and you go to chapter four and look at those videos. There it is. I was wondering if I could get you to say it. Thank you. And we thank you for your prayers and your faithful support of Great Relationships. You can drop us a line, of course, at our website, info at greatrelationships.com, or write us a letter. You know, snail mail works too. Great Relationships. That's post office box five. 1836 Midland, Texas 79710. And until next time, God bless you and keep you. How is your day going, Barbara? I can't even begin to tell you how terrific my life is right now. What a coincidence! My life is just overflowing with blessings, too. Why, just yesterday I found a hundred dollar bill on the ground. That's great. I saved a cat that was stuck in a tree, and the owner was so thankful that she gave me a gift card to my favorite restaurant, Luigi's. Wow! I was in Luigi's just the other day and saved a man that was choking with the Heimlich Maneuver. He was so overjoyed that he gave me tickets to that new play that's been sold out for weeks. That's amazing! I've been wanting to see that play myself. Really? I asked my husband and he didn't want to go. Will you go with me? That would be great. Days like this are too good to be true, but great relationships are possible. Join Herman as he offers you the opportunity to pursue the best for others, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.